Blog Talk Radio. Cause it's a new season. It's a new day. It's a season of power and prosperity, yes it is, it's a new season and it's coming to me, or if you believe that, lift your hands and say, it's a new season, it's a new day. Hello, everyone. This is Roberta of Roberta Inspires Omni Media, and I'm so glad that I could be with you today. I'm the host of Blog Talks Radio, Inspire Radio, as you know, and I've got some terrific guests with me today, and we're going to be talking about the subject of vision and innovation. Vision and innovation. It all came about as a result of being a part of the virtual intentional prayer in the CEO prayer closet. Okay. It all came about as being a part of the CEO prayer closet, which is hosted by Donna Hicks-Izzard, and the virtual intentional prayer, 31 days of virtual intentional prayer for entrepreneurs. And my topic was innovation, and God really marvelously blessed and inspired me even as I even as I listened even to what's coming out of my mouth. We know how that is, right ladies? Yes we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> fresh, <laughs> off, fresh off the presses. You don't even know what's coming to yourself sometimes. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask each of the wonderful guests. I have four guests with me today. This is a first for Inspire Radio. The four wonderful ladies who are joining us, powerful instruments of God. I'm going to ask them to tell us about themselves, where they're from, their business, their ministry, and share their websites. And I'm going to start with Donna, Minister Donna Hicks-Izzard. Tell us about yourself, your business or ministry, and where you're from and your website. Hello, hello. Well, I'm excited to be on here with these awesome and amazing um, women 
and as well as you, Roberta, and I am Donna Izar, Donna Hicks Izar, a.k.a. the D.I., that's what they call me, and I am a speaker, author, and a leadership trainer, and a minister, and I am from New Jersey. Way cool, way cool. Um, and your website is? What, my website my website is uh, com. That's my leadership and business website. And then I have a website for the CEO Prayer Closet. And that's www.theceoprayercloset.com. Wonderful, wonderful. And next, let's hear from Dr. Sandra Wall-Williams. Tell us about Thank yourself, you. your ministry, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Roberta, and hello, everybody. My name is um, Dr. Sandra Wall-Williams, and I am the CEO of the Vision Building Institute and out of Raleigh, North Carolina. And I support my business is business and ministry. It's actually business, ministry, and coaching. Uh, is I support women in the development of their calling so that they can operate fully and show up fully in leadership, their career, their ministry, or their business. And that's through coaching, mentoring, courses, uh, masterminds, that sort of thing. So super, so super. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And next, um, if we can get Minister Tina Moore-Brown to tell us about herself and her business and ministry and share your website and where you're from. Hi, everyone. Thanks for the invite, Roberta. I really appreciate mm-hmm. it. I'm Tina Moore-Brown of Tina Moore-Brown International, your confidence coach. And as a confidence coach, I love helping emerging leaders and aspiring influencers to unleash their potential, figure out who it is they're called to, and help them walk in power they never thought they had so they could boldly show up and serve the audience that's waiting for them. I'm located in Raleigh, North Carolina, and to find out more information about me online, you can visit my website at tinamorebrown.com. Super, super. And last but certainly not least, Daniela Gabrielle. Tell us about yourself and your business and ministry. Hello, hello. I'm Daniela Gabrielle, the prophet professor. I specialize in developing and visionaries um, who are profitable and impactful in the faith plane. Our movement is called Life in the Faith Plane, and our website is inthefaithplane.com. Our own different businesses to include Motif Media, a content development company, Motif Media, which is a songwriting and music publishing company, Motif and Motif Dream Development Center, which does consulting and development for uh, high-performing business. Excellent, excellent. I think everyone can tell these are some, as I said, very high-powered and anointed women of God, and I know as listeners you're going to really be blessed today. Um, I think they've each been on Inspire Radio previously, and today is going to be just as extraordinary as ever. I'm going to ask each of these ladies to describe and define innovation in their own words, starting with Donna. Would you please share? Yes, yes. So how would I describe and define uh, innovation? Well, I believe that innovation is an opportunity to engage others in creating and executing something different, just as our Heavenly Father who created something different as he created us in his image. 
And as the world states in Genesis, you know, in the beginning, what did God create? The heavens and the earth. And he created us in, in his image. So I believe innovation is all about who God is and what God has instilled in us to do. And so what I do is I teach women that you don't have to quit to win. So by creating different money streams. So that is all a part of what I believe the innovation is about. Super, super. All righty. And Dr. Sandra? Well, you know, in terms of innovation, when I thought about that, I was like, you know, well, how can you describe innovation uh, other than the word new? And so, but it's it's new, but it's also a revelation. And a revelation, when you think about innovation, a revelation comes from God. And so when God gives innovation, he he's giving you a revelation of something new that he wants you to do for him, for the kingdom. So when I think of defining the term, describing and defining innovation, it's all about a revelation, of, a revelation from God to do something that is new in his kingdom. Powerful, powerful. And Ms. Tina Moore-Brown, would you please share your perspective? Absolutely. I love both of those definitions that um, my sisters gave before me. Innovation can be uh, the creation of something new, uh, but it, it can also refer to something that, uh, where a change is made to something that's already existing. Um, in my line of work and being a confidence coach and a mentor, I love ha- helping emerging leaders show up um, as an, an original version of themselves and not a carbon copy of anyone else. Um, so I believe all of us have the ability to be innovative, um, to create something new, um, but to also show up on the scene and bring a freshness, um, bring something that, 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 is, that has a twist on maybe what someone else is doing or has done in the past. Um, and like Donna said, we serve a God that is creative. Um, so we shouldn't be carbon copies of anyone. All of us, as we show up, should be extremely innovative in what area, whatever area we're called to. And that is just absolutely so true. Daniela, would you share um, your thoughts on innovation? Absolutely. I think that... Um, the wonderful women that have gone before me um, have definitely hit the mark on exactly what innovation is. And it's all about introducing those things that we receive from heaven that are new and different um, and being able to introduce them to the world. And so I really want to focus, um, and that's something that God has gifted me into doing, is helping people to then take those things that God shares with us and show us and then introducing those things or those methods to the world. And so we want to be able to take the revelation that God has given us and really begin to birth it into the earth realm. Oh, wonderful. So powerful. Folks, you better be ready to take some notes. I'm going to tell you, this is just about to open up the heavens and pour out on you. So make sure you got your note paper and pads ready. And, again, you're listening to Inspire Radio with your host, Roberta, of Roberta Inspires Omni Media. Donna, why would you say it's important for Christian entrepreneurs specifically to be innovative? Wow. Well, my mantra says, as far as I'm concerned, says it all for me, is um, I'm always, you know, sharing that um, I was created by the creator to be creative, and I just believe that um, we glorify and honor God 
when we get in alignment, when we get in alignment with the Holy Spirit, that we can be trusted with the innovative downloads that he gives us to demonstrate to the world that all creation and, and, and innovation comes from him. And so when we walk into that, we are showing the world that when you align with God, that you have to do what he's called us to do. And so I just believe that it's important for us as believers, for us to to be in alignment with, with what God has instilled in us to do for him and so that we can show the world who he is. Excellent, excellent, so true. Sandra, <clears throat> would you share the biblical foundations that really undergird this notion of innovation as you've seen it in the scriptures? Uh, yes, yeah, sure. This this is a great question, I tell you. Um, you know, one of the things that when you think about innovation, we always think about something that is new, as, as we've, already, you know, we've already described and everything. Um, but I want you to remember also that God doesn't waste anything. So we have to be able to bring the old, the things that, that God has uh, dealt, with us, dealt with us with, and our past pains, our past hurts, and that's actually raw material for what God is calling us to do. And so when you look at the scriptures, the scriptures plainly tell you that, that innovation exists, that, that we should always be looking towards a new thing, but you can't forget what God has done as you look towards the new. So a couple of scriptures very quickly. Isaiah 43 and 19 clearly says, see, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Don't you see it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. That's one of my favorites. I tell you, I think about mm-hmm. that one every day, that every day God is doing a new thing. Very quickly, mm-hmm. Mark 2 and 22, and that one is a familiar one that talks about pouring, that you can't pour new wine into old wine skin. And so as God gives us new, we want to make sure that we're pouring it into something new. You still, Even though you remember your past and you think about what you learned, that you don't stay there that you're pouring, uh, pouring the newness that God has given you, new, new clients, new uh, innovations, new technologies, new ideas, whatever they are, that you're pouring them into the newness of God. And then finally, uh, Romans 12 and 2, probably a very familiar scripture, but it says, you know, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that right. one just tells us that every day, you know, our minds should be innovative. We should be thinking of new things. We should be, we should be asking God to, to give us new revelation or to give us revelation so that we can see the newness that he wants us to see by renewing our minds so that, you know, we can um, be in his good, pleasing, and, and perfect will. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Good meat. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'd like to ask Tina. What's your definition of disruptive innovation? I love this question. Um, By definition, disruptive innovation is something created that disrupts an existing market. Um, So, for example, there's something that already exists, and then something new pops up on the scene and totally wipes out the need for um, that previous invention. So let's think of um, the 8-inch floppy disk. Everyone remembers those floppy disks mm-hmm. we had to carry around with us, right? Mm-hmm. And then the flash yep. drive popped up, and we don't need those. And you show up with the floppy disk, and you look like an alien. Or uh, all these VHS <laughs> tapes and VCRs that we used to have, DVDs showed up on the screen, and you don't need those anymore. And, and, right. and you think of businesses like, 
um, blockbusters. They used to make tons of money, especially on the weekends. Now, businesses like Netflix, streaming businesses show up and just totally wipe out what once could have been a giant in that industry. And that all comes from a seed of there's something that could be improved upon or this can be done better. And I believe all of us have those light bulb moments throughout life where we think this can be done better. You know, there's a better way of doing this. Um, And for those who are listening, I don't want you to second guess those this can be done better moments, whether it's in ministry or you're um, on your nine to five in corporate America. Those are nudges from the Holy Spirit. And he's giving you creative uh, ability and ideas for you to show up and disrupt what usually been done for decades so listen to those this could be done better moments so good so so good daniela would you tell us a few steps that really kind of will allow us to think innovatively if we're not of that mindset absolutely i think that this is such a great conversation and an important conversation, and I love what was just said about this can be done better and having this can be done better moments and really allowing the Holy Spirit to uh, do that in your life. So there's three things that we have to be willing to do if we're going to activate innovation in our lives. And the first one is be willing to be a problem solver and a creative thinker. So you have to say yes. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. So once we yield to the Holy Spirit, we make room for the downloads that God has for our lives. Number two is we have to make intentional room for creative thinking and problem solving. It has to be something that goes in our schedule and that we begin Mm -hmm. to do. And then number three is we have to, um, is, is now taking that intentional thing and scheduling it in. So one of the things I recommend is schedule at least 15 minutes of uninterrupted creative problem solving, creative thinking, or dreaming sessions a week. You can take one problem or you can just sit down and look at all things that could be done better and just really start to write them down, whether they make sense, whether you know how to make it happen or not, just get in a habit of writing down all of the creative ideas that come to you. And if you start with 15 minutes once a week, you can grow from there. That's wonderful. I think that's so good. How can we do it better? Um, re-engineering was a big thing in the IT field that I worked in. Um, <clears throat> re-engineering, process, uh, you know, process re-engineering, working on things and enhancement, how to make things more efficient, more effective, more profitable, but the key thing being the more. So thank you for that. Donna, would you tell us about innovation and how it serves as a witness in the marketplace. I recall you did something very innovative in your company. Okay. Yeah. Um, And this is a question that I get asked all of the time, whether it's in ministry, whether it's in uh, training development, and as well as in the – in, in the place of corporate, while working corporate corporate America, and and I'm always asking, you know, how did you come up with that that program? Where did you get that from? You know, and my response is always the same. You know, always the same. I acknowledge who God is, and that He's the owner of all visions and all things, 
and that he chooses us. He chooses us to be the CEOs, whether, even in the workplace, okay? Um, he chooses us to execute his orders with his assignments. So this gives me the opportunity to witness about all of the innovative things that I do. And something I did um, in uh, corporate America, uh, we, I work in the legal industry, and in the legal industry there's a uh, dying field um, basically for legal secretaries. Nobody's gone to school to be a legal secretary. They don't even have any programs anymore for legal secretaries. And so in the uh, workplace, you know, I, I thought about, you know, that we had these um, homeless uh, shelters that also had um, women um, who suffered from uh, domestic violence, and basically, but they were there in tra- training programs. And so I found out about these programs, and I went to the um, programs, and I said, well, you know, if you train them on the basic computer skills, we will bring them into the law firm, and we will train them on legal. We will train them in legal tech wow. terminology. And what did, what, did, what did that do? It solved It solved a place for them to be able to take care of themselves, for them to rise up, and that was just innovative in, in itself because no one had ever thought about that, but God gave me that vision. God gave me that Wonderful. vision, and so we brought women in, trained them to be legal secretaries, and so they could get off of welfare. They didn't have to rely on the system. They could take care of their families. Most of them are single, right. single moms, and they were able to take care of their families. So that was just one of the innovative ways that I've done um, in the workplace, but I do that in my entire uh, life through everything that I do because I believe in what God has called me to do. And so that, that is great. how I minister to be, you know, how I show others about why right. I rely on the Holy Spirit and God for innovation. Right, right. It almost brings tears to my eyes because that's just absolutely beautiful that, you all, you know, God gave you that and you could reach out and help empower others. Um, what is your process of innovation in the vision or visions that you're implementing, Sandra, for 2019? Well, you know, um, Roberta, I just believe that everything has to have a process. That's probably the technology in me, the mm-hmm. technology person in me. But everything has to have a process. And so, you know, when I work with women in um, moving forward in their vision and actually understanding their calling so they can move forward in their vision is, first of all, you know, the process begins with identifying where it is you want to go. Because if you don't know where you want to go, you'll never get there, whether it's a long way, uh, you know, right. a, huge thing or a small thing, you know, you still got to identify that. And next you need to know what do you bring to the table. Part of the process is understanding the product of you. You know, what are your gifts, your abilities, your callings, your beliefs, your anointing, your strengths, your values? What are the things, what are the things that you bring to the table? And then identifying, you know, uh, who are you called to serve? Because we're not called to serve everybody. You know, God made us especially for uh, certain has certain gifts and certain talents, and that's for certain people. So, you know, part of the process of innovation is understanding who you're called to serve. And then, you know, writing the vision out. The Bible tells us to write the vision, so making sure that you understand what your vision is and writing it out. Making sure that you identify any obstacles. What are the things that could distract you from actually moving forward in your innovative um, process. Are there any things, you know, that we discussed earlier that would disrupt what it is that, that you're doing? And then finally, developing strategies, taking action, and evaluating the outcomes. So when you develop strategies to move forth um, with your vision, then how are you going to take action and how are you going to evaluate that it actually happened? So it's a, sort of a long process, 
but it's a complete process and a thorough process such that it's repeatable and you can do it over and over every time God gives you revelation about something new in your life. That's excellent. And it's pretty much a meld, you know, of, I think Daniela was saying, really, planning the time to to innovate Mm -hmm. and then hearing from God, as everybody's really saying. That's wonderful. Tina, how can godly innovation help us better serve our clients, customers, you know, our families, whomever, parishioners? Good question, Roberta. I believe our godly innovation is for our clients. That's who um, it's actually for because God gives us gifts and talents, and they set us apart from the masses. And just like Dr. Sandra spoke about, um, he's given each one of us a special group, a special tribe of people that we're assigned to pour into, to coach, to mentor, to uh, build, to teach, to inspire. So with that, we have to allow the Holy Spirit to – We have to partner with the Holy Spirit in order to create um, products, services that speak directly to the people that we're called to to inspire, to lead. Um, God is going to use us to address issues, and he's going to do that through through us, um, that we're going to show up on the scene and talk about, teach, discuss, free people from things that others in our field probably aren't doing, probably wouldn't dare touch, wouldn't, um, like Donna said, who would have thought to use women who had gone through um, such a harsh time to build them up and bring them into a law practice to give them skills like that. So the, the godly innovation that we get, it's not for us. It's for the people that God's assigned us to. Powerful, powerful words, ladies, just powerful and Daniela, you kind of touched on this earlier, and um, but I know you'll have more to add. But what are ways to get unstuck and really think innovatively? You know, it's easy for some of us, not so easy for others. So how do you how do you unstop yourself if you kind of you know stopped up doing it the same old way? Absolutely. I think that is really interesting because you have people who always say things like, I'm not creative. And a lot of times we begin to, uh, we use the words interchangeably or synonymously. We think that creativity is synonymous with innovation or innovation Mm -hmm. is synonymous with technology. So the first thing is we've got to take all of the limitations off of our lives and off of our thinking in order to really step into innovation. Um, One of the things I like to tell people is there's always another level. The Word of God tells us we go from glory to glory and faith to faith. So there's always a new dimension that we're able to press into, and that starts in the presence of the Lord. So we have to learn as believers to operate and move in a vein where we are practicing the presence of the Lord consistently. And when you feel stuck, there's a few things that I like to encourage people to do. And the first thing is to start with worship. 
really worship begins mm. to unlock you into a realm and a vein that opens you up so that you can begin to receive from God and receive those downloads from heaven and not just limit your worship to music. And so sometimes it could be through singing. Sometimes it could be through dance. It could be through fine arts. It could be through theater. So as David said, enter into my gates with thanksgiving, into my courts with praise. So enter into that place through worship. Move into a place of prayer with God. And then in that place of prayer, make sure that you have a time of stillness and meditation where you are listening mm-hmm. listening and expecting God to talk to you and to download to you. And when we operate our lives in a place of expectation, my question to you is, do you have a way to record with what God gives you, whether that's having your phone with you, going to sleep and having a notebook by your bed, keeping a notebook in your purse or in your billfold. Be ready for God to speak to you at all times of the day and the night with that expectation. And then once you get the downloads, then starting a a two-way conversation with God on how do I implement the things that you're showing me. Whew. (laughs) So, so good. One of the things I did touch on in the virtual intentional prayer, and this is a challenge I'm giving to the listeners, to get yourself an idea book and also then go to Roberta Inspires on Facebook and give me a picture of your idea book. It can be just a little dollar journal. I have one, and I kept ideas in it, whatever God would give me, and I still do that in different ways. I just keep those ideas written down. One of the things, too, that the Lord impressed on my heart was from an article by the Harvard Business Review, and that was having the innovator's DNA. And so I encourage you over the next five days to just, as listeners, to speak that thing. I have the innovator's DNA. I do not believe that it was ever intended for computers and the mobile technology and so many advances in, in sciences and so forth to come through secular means. I believe it was supposed to come through the body of Christ, like you see with George Washington Carver. He dripped, God would speak to him, and then he'd go out and you get a peanut. You get, you know, all types of new things that people had not seen or known before, new uses of it. I'd like to hear how each of you, starting again with uh, Donna, and then Sandra, and then Tina, and then Daniela, how each of you have innovations show up in your business or ministry. Well, Roberta, you know, I just loved uh, the innovator, uh, having the innovator's uh, DNA. That just... That just set me on fire, okay? <laughs> when, you were, when, you, when you were in the CEO prayer closet, I'm like, yeah, she is definitely talking my language, okay? <laughs> she is definitely on my page. And um, I, everything about I sleep, breathe, I eat innovation, okay? Um, right. Sometimes it gets on, you know, folks' nerves, my family, my colleagues, but I'm like, look, I'm doing God, okay? When God That's gives right. me a download, I'm moving on it, you? okay? Okay, you, I'm you. moving on it exactly. I'm always looking for what's gonna, you know, what what is it that I need to do to show innovation? Because where where does it come from? I I believe that I believe that with 
all of my soul, all of my being, that it comes from God, and that we we, we have to honor Him by by moving forward in it with our creativity and our innovation. And so, um, innovation shows up for me is in the different workshops that I do, the downloads that He gives me, and um and and books. You know, I'm I'm a journal. I'm when you talked about that idea book, I'm a journal freak. Okay, I, I got all kinds of journals <laughs> just for those visions, for those downloads. I got a journal mm. in my bag in my office by my bed. Look, I'm a journal freak, okay? That's the, I believe okay, in that. Okay, this is all good. Yes, yes. So you know, innovation shows up, you know, in business, in the ministry, the VIP, you know, intentional prayer. Just before that, I did something that's called right. the CEO prayer dips, and what was that? Yes, Praying three it. times a day, you know. But all of those things were visions that God gave me to do, and so um, I, I make sure that I represent Him by being innovative and by stepping out on faith and by doing what He tells me to do and not what man tells me to do. Super. Sandra, would you share how innovation shows up in your business? Um, yes, ma'am. You know, um, one of the things that I just just love to do is I, I love to see, actually, is when I'm able to help my clients see where they want to go and then be willing to do the new work to get there. And what I mean by new work to get there is understanding, you know, their skills, their abilities, their anointings, their gifts, their talents, all those kind of things, and then helping them to develop that and watching how when they develop something that's already inside of them, how that newness actually begins to play out in other areas in their life, whether it's in their leadership or whether it's in their career or it's in their ministry. So when I'm coaching, whether I'm coaching a corporate client or whether I'm working coaching a woman in ministry who wants to move a ministry forward or, or a coaching client who wants to, or in, in leadership and that sort of thing, you know, it's, it's always awesome, but you have to start with what are you going to do new in you what are you how, how is innovation going to show up in you before it can show up in the things around you so literally being able to help people to see that the newness has to come in you first and then you can see it in other places so really just helping women to, to get that newness out of them you using what's already there but just put using what's already there but truly get that newness out of them so they can step fully into what god has for them Wonderful and excellent. Tina Moore Brown. I always like saying your full name. I love the way it sounds. <laughs> How does innovation show up in your business or ministry? I love this question, Roberta, and I promise you I had a I had a response before I got on this line and um Donna and Dr. Sandra's responses sound just like mine, but I love it because we're all on the same page. Innovation <laughs> yeah. in my business shows up by me first being innovative and me walking it out. So um, as one who teaches, leads, and trains emerging leaders, um, they first have to see that you're walking out what God has given you, no matter how different it looks, mm. no matter how crazy it sounds, no matter if mm-hmm. it seems like it's all the way in left field, um, they are inspired when they see someone go before them and actually walk it all the way out and stay true to the course and and see it actually manifest. So innovation shows up in my business by innovation showing up in my life. I have to walk out things like the New Now Next Experience um, mentorship program that he's given me that sound and appear different than everyone else's. Um, and then when they see that done, they, they then, they then want to learn how. So showing up being innovative, and then teaching emerging leaders to do the same. 
super duper, super. And Daniela, last but not least, certainly. How does innovation show up in your business? Absolutely. Um, I think the best answer to that is that it shows up in all of my different businesses um, as becoming a curator of creative people and creative content. And so my assignment is really to help people burst out that creativity on the inside of them. And we do that in a few ways. The first one is just creating a safe place for high-performing leaders and for innovators. So a safe place for them to recharge, a place, a safe place for them to recreate, to reconnect, um, mm-hmm. whether that's with God or with other people, and to really have a place when they're empty. Because people who are innovators, there's a lot of warfare that goes with going, for, going first. And mm-hmm. so they need that safe place to be able to retreat when they're going first. And so that's a huge part of what we like to do uh, with the businesses within MOT is to let them have that safe place to come. Um, And then also teaching people how to maximize technology and social media and pop culture. And so one of the things that's a part of my assignment is to really begin to infuse uh, the seven mountains of influence with faith to go into the media and to go into pop culture and into the entertainment industry and to bring Jesus and the message of faith and grace and love and allowing your gifts to be used in a way with integrity in the marketplace. That's a huge part of what God has called me to do and really preparing people to stand righteously righteously, righteously in an unrighteous environment. Ooh, ooh. I tell you, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm, I'm getting visions literally while I'm listening to you all, so. Just got to write them down and pray about them and then see how to do it innovatively. Thank you, each of you, for all you've shared. I'd like you to share now as we conclude, um, and I'm going to go in reverse this time, starting with Daniela. Tell us again your website, your social media handles. If you have any particularly new programs or services you want to share with our listeners, please make sure you tell us that, and also how people can contact you for speaking engagements, coaching, or whatever your services may be. Daniela, would you start us off? I sure will. Once again, I just want to thank everyone for the opportunity uh, to be with you guys today. My name is Daniela Gabrielle, the Prophet Professor, and my website is inthefaithlane.com. And there you can connect to all of my social media handles. On Instagram, I'm Daniela Gabrielle. On Facebook, I am Chat Daniela Gabrielle. And um, on Twitter, I am Chat Daniela Gabrielle as well. Um, as far as what's coming up new, we are super excited that in the month of February, we will be launching an entirely new business, which is called Motique Beauty. It's an online beauty supply store. We will have over 4,000 products. Yes, Whoa. black hair care, black owned. I cannot wait. <laughs> super, super, super. So people can reach you through your website. Wonderful. Now, Tina Moore Brown, tell us about again your website, social handles, what kind of programs or services you have coming up, and how people reach out to you. Absolutely. My website is TinaMoreBrown.com. I am Tina Moore Brown on Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Twitter. Uh, for booking, just go to my website, TinaMoreBrown.com. And while you're on the website, I want you to click on the banner for the New Now Next Experience. 
It is a powerful three-day event, live event. Mm -hmm. This year we are hosting it in Atlanta, Georgia, and it is for emerging kingdom leaders uh, because how many people know that leaders also have to have somewhere that they can go to get information, to get um, impartation, and to be ignited for the next leg of their journey. So I'd love to see you there. Roberta was at our experience last year. So glad she made it. (laughs) And uh, I hope all of you guys make it. Thanks so much, Roberta. Yep. You better bring your shouting shoes, I'm going to tell you right now. (laughs) And and plenty of water to rehydrate. (laughs) All righty. Sandra, Dr. Sandra, tell us. Again, how we reach out to you, your website, social media, programs, or services you want to make sure the listeners know about, and then they'll be in contact. So tell us, please. Okay. Thank you again, Roberta. And again, thank you for this opportunity. Mm-hmm. This has been great to spend such Certainly. a wonderful afternoon. Um, well, my yeah. website is, or my, again, my name is Dr. Sandra Wall-Williams. I'm the CEO of the Vision Building Institute. And my website is Dr. Sandra Speaks, and that's Sandra with, an, with the U, dot com. My social media handles are um, Dr. Sandra Speaks and Sandra Wall-Williams. But Dr. Sandra Speaks and Dr. Sandra Wall Williams. And as far as a new program or service, very, very, very excited uh, that getting ready to go into my second cohort of training and certifying vision coaches. So excited about that. Mm-hmm. The Vision Coach Certification mm-hmm. Program, where we actually certify women to help other women to work out their vision and walk in their calling, whether it's in the ministry or the marketplace. But actually certifying coaches to do that. As far as speaking engagements, you can contact me uh, online via my website or you can just email me directly at Sandra at drsandraspeaks.com. Love it. Love it. All right. And then Miss Innovation, Donna. <laughs> I know you got some stuff coming down the pipeline. Again, tell us your website and social media handles and what services and new programs you have coming about and how people reach out to you for speaking, et cetera. Donna? I'm sorry, I was muted. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. okay. Uh, that my website is uh, DonnaIzard.com, and I can be contacted there for any uh, speaking engagements. I have, I'm so excited, excited, excited. I actually have two uh, new programs coming up, um, Baby Boomers Boss Up, and that is uh, okay. for, for baby boomers um, who are in the uh, workforce who continue to work, but I'm going to help them uh, build up their additional revenue streams because this is just a, 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 a area where I feel that, um, you know, we have just kind of just forgot about, you know, what we need to do when, you know, empty nesters or, or, or people are worried about, you know, in the workplace if they're going to, if the computer's going to take over everything, if the robot's going to take over. So we, we're going to do a program called Baby Boomers Boss Up, teaching them how to create additional revenue streams. And then um, my my baby, my baby is um, Embracing Our Bees Nation. And what is that? Embracing Our Bees Nation. And that is for women as well as young girls where we are talking to the uh, women who continue to embrace 
their bees by understanding that they are beautiful, they're black, they're brilliant, they're bold, and they're business-minded. we got to embrace our bees. And so that is what I am launching um, in February um, during Black History Month. Um, it's not to alienate anyone, but it's to teach our, our young girls right. as well as our right. women that it's important that we embrace our bees and be the real bees. So okay. that is that is that is, that is it, and I'm just excited about it, folks. You, I mean, you heard it fresh off the presses. We've got conferences to go to. We've got programs we can participate in. We can move forward in our vision and be better and embrace our bees. We are just ready for 2019, and I'm just blessed that these fine ladies, these wonderful powerful women of God would honor me with their presence today and share with you on innovation because, as I said, I do not believe that the things that so many of these new innovations and visions are supposed to come through the secular market. I believe they're supposed to come through us, if we will, as the ladies have shared, you know, worship, tune into God, be still before him. Make notes of things he's tell us. Don't discount the ideas and things that come to us. And, of course, surround yourself with powerful women of God like these ladies. So this has been Roberta of Roberta Inspires Omnimedia on Blog Talk Radio. And my guests have been Daniela, Gabrielle, Donna Hicks-Izzard, Dr. Sandra Walton.